bonus episode time, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. This is Comedy on Edge, the podcast, and it's coming to you on a Wednesday. What? Basically, what's happened? I went down to Wollongong recently, and it was pretty cool. Did a gig, and before the gig, I had a chance to podcast with a good friend of mine, Mr. Stu McPherson from Wollongong Comedy. And because it was before a gig, I had stuff to do here, a lot of stuff to do. We didn't have time to sit down and chat for a full hour, so we chat down for about 20 minutes or so. And it's a pretty good chat. Stu's a good bloke. He just got back from America, so we had a bit of a chat. In the background, you'll hear Lester Diamond, Mick Meredith, and Julie Wilson, all friends of the show, or... Lester, I don't know if he's a friend of the show, more like someone trying to sabotage the show sometimes with some of his sound decisions. So sit back, relax, have a listen. We're going to be releasing a few more bonus episodes. So if you listen to us on iTunes and you think every now and then, oh, I want to, you don't want to miss stuff out. So make sure you subscribe if you can and rate and review the podcast because I'm thinking, oh, all that effort. It, it is a little bit of effort. We're sorry for that, but it helps us a great deal. And if you subscribe, yeah, you get bonus episodes like this and you don't want to miss them, especially this one. And we've got another one coming up um, in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned. And once again, thank you guys for listening. Okay, that's enough of me yabbering on. Let's hit the music. Welcome right to Comedy on Edge presents a chat show. We are we're on we're we're on the road. We're down in Wollongong, and I say we. I'm here. Lester Diamonds in the background. Mick Meredith's here. Julia Wilson's here, and my guest is a man who runs, in my opinion, my favourite comedy room in Sydney, oh, in New South Wales. Mr. Stu McPherson of Wollongong Comedy Club. How are you, buddy? Good man. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. I love this. The blue, the green room of this club is almost as big as the room itself. It's it's, it's a fancy green room. It's, did you sort of put that in when you got the venue? Like, I need a green room. If we get a stage, that's a bonus. You should be here when we're getting the room uh, organised in the afternoon. The bridge ladies are in here. Oh, they play bridge in here? Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that'd get feisty, wouldn't it? Well, the bridge ladies are much, much nicer than the the, lawn, the carpet bowls people which are out, who are out in the other room. Oh, they're, the, they're the mean, most mean-spirited people I've ever, ever come oh, across. really? What, what they, they're just not fans of comedy or just humans in general? Humans in, gen- in general. What are the age? What like when we talk lawn bowlers? What age? Oh, they're old. They're old, like they're what their seventies. Yeah, they're back old. in my day. Very fragile. Oh no! Has <laughs> it well, has a stink ever gotten up? Or I'm guessing they're fragile because they they're playing bowls indoors instead of outdoors like normal people do. <laughs> it's true. The, the carpet bowls. I imagine the rubber, the green wouldn't be too hard in that. They're they're just the most. Everything's given to them. And they're still complaining about what's not given to them. Oh, mate. Well, I think, see, I'm looking forward to that stage of life when, when I'm retired and I get to, you know, complain about the youth of today. They, they, they got into one bloke. Well, they, they had an argument with the bridge ladies one day because um, the, the, over who owned the urn and who owned the, the biscuits and the free milk, which the club gives them. Oh, oh wow. What, but they wanted, they wanted to be able to dole out their, their bickies. There's now two urns. Oh, jeez, that's petty. <laughs> it's it's an experience getting the room set up with them. Yeah, that'd be a bit. I mean, you don't you don't ever get when you start out. You never get tempted to ask them to stay for the show, or no, and, <laughs> no. And, and once they walked past, I saw one of them look at one of the posters, and they said, "What's this about comedy?" Oh, it's probably just some comedian. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, at least they know. It's and every time we're here, t- twice a month, getting set up. Every time they walk past, no, oh, what's on tonight? Comedy. Oh, it must be some comedian. <laughs> Maybe you should go and do, you know, do go. Maybe you should join up the league, you know, go go do a bit of bowling. Well, I heard them. I overheard them today 
So talking about their numbers dropping, and there's no new people coming through. Well, do you wonder? <laughs> you're arguing over an urn. <laughs> the only urns you guys should be discussing is which one you're going to prepay in your funeral. Well, that's good. <laughs> oh. So how long? Like this is a great room. It's in the Master Builders Club. Yep. How long you been? It's been a couple We're of years. Coming up to eight years now. Eight years. Yeah, been here a long, and we've been through just about every uh, every room in the club. Yeah, you have. I remember the first time I came here. You're on the, the. For those who haven't been here, the club. It's a really lovely. It's a massive club with about. That's at least 15 rooms, or am I... Oh, yeah. There's a um, fair... Because there's, there's like about three or four levels. Like, we're in the basement yeah. at the moment. This is the by far the best room. We, we actually... We um, we kitted this room out. We, we painted it ourselves. Um, and we set it up for as, as a entertainment venue. Well, it is a... Like, for those who, who don't... If you're in Sydney, it's very similar feel and layout to the comedy store. It's a very... It feels like a great comedy club. Low ceilings, good stage, yeah. good crowd. And always good... Like, tonight's lineup's a cracker. We got... Mick Meredith is the headliner. Julia Wilson, oh, second headliner. We've got two headliners. And I'm in the MC. And now normally it's MC. You gotta, you got, you got, tonight it's all killer, no filler. So I've just got to get up, make sure I get their names right, and we're done. Yeah, it, it, and it, it's a beautiful room. We've got tables, chairs, candles, you know, the whole tablecloth. It's, it's beautiful. Like it just looks like a nice room. It, and it is. So if you're in Wollongong and you think, what am I going to do? Head on down. It's on every second Saturday. Uh, twice a month. Twice so a not month. Always, not always every second Saturday. Sometimes they they slip in a sneaky extra Saturday <laughs> in the month. It does throw. It's, I get I, in my little day job that three day. I get paid monthly. That extra that extra work that extra week that can put you out a bit. That can really put you out. Yeah. So uh, you can check us on the website anyway, WollongongComedy.com.au. But basically, it's the second Saturday and the last Saturday of every month. So yeah, check it out. It really. Is. I'm not because he's here. I'm not blind smoke. <laughs> it is genuinely my favourite gig to do at the moment. Now you just like me. You've you've but just become a bit of an adventure. You went to the states. I did. It was um, an exhausting two weeks travelling around travelling around the USA with eight, eight men. Eight men, and now what was the what was the, what was the what, what got you eight men together to go to the states? All right. The premise of the whole trip was we went to Lebowski Fest in LA, um, which I guess if we were into Star Trek or Star Wars, it would have been a massive nerd fest. But I'm prepared to say that being Lebowski Fest, it was not a nerd fest. Did you dress up? We did dress up. We won. We won. You best won. Group. Wow, the that's big. Because like the Americans, they take their dressing up seriously. What was the theme of the? Um, what did you guys go as? Well, wasn't a bunch of dudes. No, you can't. You can't go standard anymore. No one wins with with the dude or Jesus or anything. Um, for those, you, you got to be familiar with the movie. We, we went as the Rash. There's one line in the movie where it says, "Man, I got a rash." So we were the Rash. We that, had white lycra skin suits with red dye smudged all over it. Did you take the white lycra skin through skin um, things? I can't even pronounce it. Through customs, or did you buy them over there? No, we took them through customs. If they'd have searched our bags, they'd have wondered how many people we killed. Yeah, that would have been. That was that was because I was like when I went in February to the states, and was it was that your first trip overseas? Or it you, was. Yeah, mine too. Like, yeah, it's a bit. It's a, it's a big world out there, isn't it? Well, yeah, getting into America was a lot harder than getting. Getting back into Australia. Getting back into Australia, we they looked at our passports, asked us if we if we'd been to a few select countries, and that was it. Yeah, mine was like, "You've been to a farm now." Nah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and because I remember, have you got dirt on your shoes? I was in Sydney getting my suitcase, and I realised because I saw the signs about the fruit, and I realised at the airport we picked up some chocolate covered fruit, and I said to me, "Oh, we're in trouble here." And I said to the, ta- she goes, "Oh no, you're fine. Don't worry about it." I just like the irony of knowing I was coming back from America and asking me if I've got fruit. <laughs> yeah, yeah it gets, gets on the ground Maybe deep fried fruit or Did a bit, a lot of carb loading I'm guessing while you're over there um, A lot of grease loading 
A lot of snouts and hoofs loading. Oh, yeah, because you went now. You went LA for the Lebowski Fest. Yep. Where else did you go? LA, Nashville, Tuscaloosa, Mobile. Um, they're both in Alabama and New Orleans and Vegas. And oh, no, see, I, my knowledge of America, being a lifelong wrestling fan, I know Mobile, Alabama. It's a lot, it's a rest. There's a lot of wrestlers from really? Mobile. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, all the I think Bob Hardcore Holly is from Mobile, Alabama. Okay, I, I. I I'd never heard of it, but it was. It turned out to be our, our biggest night of the whole trip. Wow, that's that's. Um, I like that you went off the beaten path because I mean, we went. I just went L.A., New York, and San Fran. But it's such a big country, and well, that was the road trip portion. We, we flew from L.A. to Nashville, and then drove. Took three days to drive to New Orleans, so we we drove to Tuscaloosa. Then did you have an RV or was it just like a convoy? Twelve seater van. Oh. Which for eight men sounds like a big van, but eight men all had suitcases. So yeah, it was it was yeah not yeah. not a big van. Not a big van. Were you were you doing Smokey and the Bandit theme the whole way? Well, it wasn't quite the road trip we had planned because I didn't realise that the the most of the states over there don't let you have an open bottle of liquor even if you're a passenger in a in a vehicle. Oh, the irony of which is I could have had a loaded weapon as a as a pas- passenger in a vehicle. That is, but no, uh, no open liquor. So the whole concept of the road trip wasn't as exciting as it sounded. Oh wow! So and did you pass many police? Well, like, did was there thoughts of oh, we can get around it, or no, nah, we don't uh, want to f-, f this up, boys? Yeah, we probably could have got away with it, but do you really want to get arrested in America? No, not not in the deep south either. I'd imagine no. it wouldn't have been the most. And knowing some of the people I was with. Not being a smart ass doesn't come naturally to them. Yeah, no, no, no. I think anyone, like, I can imagine if they said, yeah, what do you do, boy? I'm a comedian. <laughs> yeah, you're just asking for it. Did you have any of those meals over there that you, you see on the TV? Any, did you, any meal that sort of took you, like, what am I, what am I doing? No, we didn't go any of the, the heart attack things or whatever they call them. Yeah, um, the heart attack grill. Lester Diamond, who's in the, the room. The thing that sticks in my mind was sitting in a steakhouse, 14-ounce steak, with a side of, strangely enough, broccoli and hash browns, which was a plate of hash browns. And then they hit us with, oh, you also get a complimentary bowl of pasta with that. What, what do I need a bowl of pasta for? Wow, that's, yeah, that one's a bit... Yeah, they, we had, like, the weirdest one we had was, we, we stayed a place in Anaheim near Disneyland, and you got a complimentary breakfast. And they, the breakfast was potatoes, pasta... Fried rice, what they call hot cakes, but it was just like cardboard, yeah. and a bit of toast and, and when I say cereal, Fruit Loops, and it was like it was just like carbs. It was, it, it wasn't good. I can only assume that in suburbia somewhere there's grocery shops that actually sell fruit and vegetables. I, I can't imagine that every every single family in America sits down to greasy hamburgers every night. Surely. Yeah, but I well, I, cause I I found a few supermarkets in LA, but I also found a Costco over there. Oh. You can buy twelve kilo packs of jelly beans. I I I I, I don't. Yeah, it's it is another world. Like yeah. it's so. I'm guessing you're down here. You're on the detox. Yeah, I, I in two weeks I put on five kilos, which surprised me. I thought I would have put on more. That's not bad considering you're on a boys trip. A lot of booze. A lot of yeah. a lot of, a lot of. There was a lot of booze every night, and yeah, eating in takeaway shops and and petrol stations and. No, you, you, do, you do. To be honest, you did well to come back alive, buddy. Yeah, I think my body hates me. <laughs> it's it's following the restraining order. But yeah, we had, I don't know how many nights in the middle there where 
at least one of us said, no, this is going to be a quiet night. It never was. Nah, nah. We gave up saying it after a while. Did you have, what, what was some of the, oh, did you see any, cel- other than, see any celebrities over there? Uh, we saw Ron Jeremy. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. And. Did you shake the hand or? I didn't. I'd left by that stage. They got pictures with him. Oh, well, of course. Um, with clothes on. Yeah. Um, he, I don't know. He, and so, you, you, you would think he's probably sick of it. Pissed idiots going up wanting to get a picture with him, but he probably secretly loves it. I think he would. I mean, it's yeah. like the guy's got a. If ever there's one guy on the planet who just, I, I don't know what his religious beliefs are, but I'd imagine he'd have to believe in a God to look like that and to live the lot, to sleep with the women that he, he should be lucky to have slept with one woman, let alone yeah. probably at least, it'd be at least a thousand, would it? Probably more. Oh. Because he's been, he's been on the job for 30 years. Yeah. And, and most of his films, there'd be more, more than one, I assume, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he'd shoot a few. Yeah. So I think if ever there was someone to believe in God, it'd probably yeah, Yes. I think that that's a penance for that lifestyle to look like that. Having a few drunk guys come up and say, mate, yeah. I like your work. Can that's I have the, a photo? That's the price you pay. Well, see, I, I had, I ran in one, I, like, he was pretty keen. Did you, you anyone else besides Ron Jeremy? Uh, a couple of the guys saw, I, I don't even know her name, Kristen Wig or something. She was in, Oh, yeah, from Bridesmaids yeah, and Saturday Night Live. I, I wasn't on that morning tea joint, but they were in a cafe somewhere and saw her. That's pretty good. That's the only celebrities we saw. Oh, nice. No, the one, one I saw, and I was a bit embarrassed by this one. Um, you see the Jersey Shore? Do you know Snooky? Yes. I was embarrassed that I actually knew who she was. <laughs> I ran into her in Beverly Hills and she's a mean looking girl. Like she was snarling at me and it was like, I think maybe because I repeated what I just said in, in her vicinity, but yeah, that was. Well, when I say we didn't see any other, other celebrities, let's not forget I was at Lebowski Fest. So I, well, I, yeah, that was kind of what, what the, the handball we, was there. We saw, didn't get to meet Jeff Bridges, but sorry, his band played live. Wow, are they good? Um, yes, they were surprisingly good. Oh, wow. Um, and Kyle Gass... He's been played. Oh, wow. Um, but we also got our posters signed by, and you'd have to be a hardcore Lebowski fan to appreciate how good this was, um, the Ralph's chick, the old lady from the coffee shop, the guy who got his Corvette trashed, um, and the guy who does the posters for, for, for Lebowski Fest. So that, minor celebrities, but to us that was pretty exciting. That's pretty, what now, I, like I've seen Lebowski years ago, and I think I'm going to have to go re-watch it because... I can't see myself flying to the other side of the planet based on what? What? Well, tell me, sell the movie to me. Oh, it's be, it's we've probably gone so far with it that that it's it's become it's just become the enigma. Like we we have Lebowski days three or four times a year, um, where we we get together and wear dressing gowns, drink white Russians, um, watch the movie, go bowling, and. We'd probably do something after that, but nobody remembers what happens after that. No, no, that's that's. And yeah, there's a trophy that gets passed around each for for the bowling. Um, so we've been doing that for Jesus ten or twelve years now. So, and we knew that the, there was Lebowski Fest, so it's been talked about for years. And that that's pretty impressive because the other thing that what really impressed me was you've recently had an addition to the family. Yes, we had a child in um, January. Little okay. Harriet, she's beautiful. Yeah, I've so, seen the pictures on Facebook. She is. So yes, I was. I guess you'd consider me lucky to get a a, a green light to go overseas for two weeks on a bender um, and spend a ridiculous amount of money doing so. But the the trip was planned two years ago. Who, yeah. Who who would know? Oh. Who, who would know there'd be a baby coming in that time? Oh well, she, now you got something. To t- some, I'm guessing the story tell you tell her the stories in the, while she's in the crib, yeah. and she's not going to know. 
Well, how, how old before you let her watch The Big Lebowski? Well, my son hasn't seen it yet either. How old's he? He's six. Six. So are you going to sort of, is it a case of you're going to wait till he can appreciate it or more the fact? Well, he, he knows some things about it because for joke value, I got, I got him to record some of the more choice lines from the movie um, so I could play them on the tour bus while, while we're over there. So I've got, I've got um, audio of, of my son saying, shut the fuck up, Donnie. And nice. Yeah. We're, we're not precious parents. Oh, no, no. Well, that's Sarah Silverman. That's how she started. Her dad used to get her when she was a three- or four-year-old girl to say swear words in front of his friends. That was, And that's what she reckons spurred her on to a life of well, comedy. Well, we're, we're, we're assuming it's like anything else. You've, you've got to expose them to things but then teach them time and place. Yeah. Yeah, con- yeah context. Like, it's like anything else. If you hide it from them, then they're going to just sort of sneak it in anyway. So if, we, if you teach them time and place... Um, yeah, you, you can swear when it's appropriate, um, but yeah, at school, probably not so cool. Now, well, I remember I got in trouble because I saw Eddie Murphy roar when I was about seven or eight, and I went to the schoolyard and, yeah, repeated Eddie Murphy roar, and I got in a bit of trouble, like, yeah, apparently the phrase, suck my dick, is not really appropriate <laughs> for a kid in primary school. I didn't even know what it meant. <laughs> so yeah, the context, the whole the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah, he- so is it... He loves it. He, he he thinks it's awesome that, that, it, that he got to record himself saying, this guy looks like a fucking loser. <laughs> no, just as long as all the kids today, has he, has he got a mobile? Is he, or is he, that'd be, no, yeah. he That could be his ringtone. He, he's, he's a very cool guy. He's got dreadlocks and, and yeah, he's, he's a man for his time and place. Oh, nice, nice. So, well, you're down in Wollongong now in the beach culture, the whole, the whole King Caboodle. Has yeah. it sparked your interest? Like, is it, are you starting to think of what the next trip is or... Well, next trip's probably going to have to be a family trip if I'm to maintain the family. I, oh, yeah. I, I, I think... Well, mate, I, I went to Disneyland and it's fun. And it's, it's surprisingly not ridiculously expensive. Getting there is, but not once you're there. It's a quite a cheap, cheap thing to do. Well, I didn't get a real Disneyland. I went to grown-up Disneyland. They call it Las Vegas. <laughs> well, I, I hear it's the family ca- travel capital of the world, too. There was a lot of kids. Yeah. A lot of kids. Um, even in our hotel, which... which it was virtually walking porn in our, in our hotel. And yeah, there was kids in prams being pushed through casinos and things. And it was an experience. Yeah, that's a bit... Yeah, that's a bit... Like, I mean, my knowledge of Vegas comes from the movies and TV, like Vegas Vacation and The Hangover. Oh, <laughs> you, you, you need to experience it. Just everything's on such a... Ma- you, it's like, what do we need? Then multiply that by 50. Wow. Yeah, we want a pool in our hotel... Multiply it by 50. We want a fountain, multiply that by 50. Did you see any shows while you're in Vegas? Or? Um, I wanted to see Penn and Teller, but the one night that I was free, it, it wasn't on. Uh, it was the Monday. They didn't do Mondays. Um, ah. I did go and see a comedy burlesque show just to get a oh, bit wow. of it because I was sort of curious to put one on here. Co- Perfect. Comedy with, with so the trip's now tax deductible. That's genius. <laughs> that is. You know it is. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's – the funny thing about it – and. New Orleans and Vegas. Um, I don't know that they've ever strung three consecutive words "responsible service of alcohol" <laughs> together in the, in, the, in the same sentence. Um, you can take your drinks from one place to another. Oh, wow! Um, I, in this bar, I got in trouble for taking a glass from one level no, to another. No, this this you can. Most things are served in plastic, and you can carry it from one venue. They don't because for them, like the alcohol is really just something to make you want to gamble more. Yeah. That's not where they make their money. Yeah, no, they, they, they I mean, make their money from gambling. So if if getting you in with a drink in your hand means that you come into their place, they don't care. 
they just want you in there. Yeah, they just think, oh, look, this guy can drink that cup and then put it, put his yeah. dollar coins in it. The, the guy that they turn away because he's carrying a drink might be the guy that just drops 300 bucks. Or, or yeah. yeah, yeah. So that, that it's, it's a very different world. That is indeed. Um, oh, the way Sydney's going, I'm sure it's a world that we're going to... Well, but this is the funny thing. We're, we're all so stressed here about, about alcohol and curfews and lockouts and, and responsible service. And yet, oh, we, we, we're out every night for two weeks in different states, different cities, drunk every night. We did not see one fight. Really? That's L- amazing. LA, like... Vegas, New Orleans, not one fight. In Sydney, um, you can't even go down the street without seeing a billionaire punch on. So, well, I, I, <laughs> hi, Jamie Packer. Maybe, maybe they're all too scared to start a fight because everyone's carrying guns. But hmm? we were l- lucky to even see a harsh word. It was, and so it kind of makes you question the whole: is it a, is it the drink that caused it? Or are, we, or are we just full of dickheads in Sydney? Well, I think. I, what's it like in Wollongong on a Saturday? Like, I only ever yeah, come down here. It's pretty. It's, p- it's the same. Yeah, because Sydney, I like Sydney on the the cross on a Saturday or Friday night. And then, like, even I live in Newtown, which used to be the trendy sort of hippie part. That's, it's pretty charged. Like, yeah, like you see these idiots that do the, the one or the coward punch thing. They all generally, I, steroids, I think, come into it. But it's surely it can't be this epidemic of steroids that is causing this. No, I, I, I don't know. But it, it can't be alcohol because, like I said, two weeks of constant late night hmm. um, living did not see one fight. Yeah. Not well, mate, I mean, something needs to be done because Sydney is just at the moment, it's, it's insane. So and whether it's meth or, or, uh-huh. or steroids, like you said, yeah. I, I don't know. It's got to be something. I mean, it can't, but then again, it's the same with um, well, Michael Moore's doco. Americans and Canadians have the same amount of gun ownership, but more Americans get shot each year than Canadians, like some ridiculous amount. Mm. So maybe, maybe it is just a, a cultural thing. Maybe Australians, we just natural dickheads, I like to punch on. But then again, you guys went over there, you guys didn't. No, we we no, we had no interest in that. But yeah, it does make you question the whole alcohol relationship to violence because yeah, well that's um, I mean to have see it. The res- yeah to be on the on the I mean Vegas is a place where I imagine there's a lot of drinking and yeah and but yeah no one no one argued no one there was just no stress the crankies people were were the, were the blackjack dealers but <laughs> um, yeah no so no trouble for the whole two weeks. No trouble. Oh, no probs at all. Well, Stu, thanks, mate, for having a chat. And thanks for booking me. Keep going on the road. No worries, man. Check out WollongongComedy.com.au. you got a Facebook page yourself? We are. Wollongong Comedy. Oh, no, yourself? Like, you, oh. you do a bit of stand-up. You, you you gigging much, or? Um, yeah, I've been getting a bit. I just did the friend at hand. I've got something booked at um, uh, Happy Mondays coming up soon. Oh, sweet. Well, there you go. Check him out, ladies and gentlemen. See Stu McPherson going. He's a very funny guy. Thank you, Stu. And, right. yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you later again soon. Cool, thanks, thanks, buddy. Man.